This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Visit us at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and join the conversation there as well. On the phone with me now is two-time Newberry medalist, children's author, Katie DiCamillo. She is the author of the New York Times best-selling book, Because of Winn-Dixie. To date, she has almost 30 million books in print nationwide. She's here this morning to talk about her latest project, Louisiana's Way Home. It's our pleasure to welcome Katie to the show. Good morning. How are you? I'm swell. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Now, Kate, I'm sensing a theme here with your books, Animals. (laughs) You must really love animals, right? (laughs) You're right. You're right. It's gotten to the point now where I think... I should make sure that I write a book that doesn't have an animal in it because it's gotten kind of ridiculous, but I can't, I, it, I don't seem to be capable of it. So yeah, this is, um, this one's got a crow. Okay, good. Clarence. So growing up, did you want to be a veterinarian or? I what? sure did. You're the first person that has ever said, did I want to be a veterinarian? And I did until an unfortunate incident involving a German shepherd at the vet's office with its um, eye uh, hanging loose. And then I was 10 years old, and I thought, I don't think I've got what it takes to be a vet. And I was right. I didn't. But all that love of animals gets poured into the the writing of the stories. All right, good. Now, I understand that you faithfully write every day. Now, are you writing a book? Are you working on different projects at the same time? Because you're disciplined, you write every day. I am disciplined, or as my friends would say, rigid. I'm. Uh, I just. I. <laughs> I. But I feel like um, I waited so long. Um, I, I was thirty um, when I actually started writing. So, and I had wanted to do it for a long time. So, to my way of thinking, it's actually easier to write than it is not to write. And so, yes, yeah, sometimes. It's like this morning I was up, and it's a novel that I'm working on. Sometimes it's something shorter. I can't work on things simultaneously, so it's like if I'm working on the novel, that's what I work on, and then I put it aside, and I work on the shorter thing. And I don't work for a long period of time. I just go in there and do it right away when I wake up in the morning, and then I feel like I've done the most important part of the day, which is the writing. But doesn't that make a great writer writing every day? Uh, I don't. I wish I knew what makes a great writer. All I know is oh, sure you that, know that <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm just. I'm in there trying all the time. I figure that it, it's just that thing of that. It's easier to do it than it is not to do it, um, and to beat myself up for not doing it. That's kind of. And also, you know, I read interviews with writers. And they um, talk about how they uh, are in their writing shed for, you know, eight hours at a time. I can't do that. So I think it's different (laughs) for everybody. Okay, so you won the Newbery Award twice, which is the highest honor in children's literature. It's like the Oscar of children's book for people that don't know. And you won that award twice. And because of when Dixie went on to get the honor there, what does it mean to you personally as an author to capture those awards? Oh, you know, it's amazing, but there's the biggest part of me is the part that is eight years old that knew to look for that Newbery Medal on a book in the library, 
And so that part of me, the kid who loved to read and who was looking for that medal, that part of me, I just, I can't, it's astonishing to me to think that it would be on something that I wrote. And, you know, they give you actual medals for the Newberry, and I keep those medals in um, a desk drawer, and every once in a while, like every six months, I will, like, open the drawer very slowly and make sure that they're still there and then close it really fast. (laughs) Now, you've had three very successful award-winning books. The expectations must be high. So when you sit down at your computer, do you feel the pressure to write the next award-winning novel? Uh, What's that pressure like? Is it there? How do you phase that? Well, you know, no matter how you're doing this job, there are pressures. So when I sat down to write in the beginning, and then the pressure was, uh, I, am I ever going to get published? And um, and now, like you said, the pressure is, will it be any good, and or will it disappoint people who you know love the other books? But all of those questions, those big questions about what's going to happen, I kind of feel like I'm a horse. Uh, with blinders on. It's like I have to put those blinders on. I can't think about any of those things or else I'm going to mess up. Just like before I got published, I couldn't think, is it going to get published? And now I can't think, is it going to be successful? Instead, I just have to um, do my work and, um, and, and move forward with the blinders on. All right. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Honored to have on the phone with me, Katie DiCamillo, and she is the author of the book, Louisiana's Way Home. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the book. I understand this is the first time you did sort of a companion book. The main character in the new book um, was a character in one of your previous novels. What made you want to tell this story and break your mold and revisit a character? Yeah, right. No, I did break the mold unintentionally. I didn't really think about what I was doing. It it was more like, and this this has happened to me once before where a character, I finish a book and a character doesn't quite go away. And um, that's what happened with Louisiana Elefante. So she was in the previous book, Ramey Nightingale. And I finished that book and Louisiana kept on kind of um, at the risk of sounding like I'm crazy, tapping me (laughs) on the shoulder, you know. And I just didn't know. It's like she wouldn't go away. And um, so finally I I sat down and started to write. And uh, once I got started, her voice just kind of like really, um, it took over. And so she's a, a real character what my mother would have called a piece of work. Um, <laughs> so she's, <laughs> um, her, she's being raised by her grandmother. Um, her parents, she believes, were famous trapeze artists called the Flying Elefantes, and they're dead. And her grandmother becomes very ill, and that sets into motion this whole um, chain of events, what Louisiana would call a great tragedy. But it also, it all ends up okay. It, it sure it ends up okay, right? <laughs> it, it does end up okay, yeah. And you know what? When you write for kids, it's that hope that you always need to bring at the end, and there's a lot of hope in this book. Okay, you talked about this main character, um, how she spoke to you, she tapped you on the shoulder, but why do you believe young people um, related to her so well, this main character? I, 
you know, I don't know. And she was well, like, when when Ramey Nightingale came out, this is the first uh, person that everybody asked me about kid-wise was Louisiana. It's just like, and what the kids wanted to know was, is she based on somebody? Have Do you know her? And it's like, no. Do you know anybody like Louisiana? And they always would laugh and say, no, I don't. She's just a very unique individual, and she kind of um, – grabbed me by the collar and wouldn't stop talking. And um, and I think that uh, she has, hopefully, will have the same effect on kids because that's how they responded to her in the first book. And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to two-time Newbery medalist Katie DiCamillo. She is the author of the book, Louisiana's Way Home. For more information on Katie or more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. Now, Katie, right now I'm going to mention a few of your books. Tell me a little known fact about the book or a personal insight into the novel, if you will. Are you ready? Yeah, it's like a game show. I think I can do it. Yeah, ding, yeah. dong, ding, dong. Here we go, here we go. All right. All right. The first one is Because of Winn-Dixie. Written at a time where I had did not have a dog, and I had always had a dog, and so it, that book is a product of dog withdrawal. <laughs> All right, Flora and Ulysses. Uh, Flora and Ulysses uh, came about because of my mother had a vacuum cleaner that she loved, and she was worried about what was going to happen to the vacuum cleaner when she died. So that is that's where that story started. The Tale of Despero. What insight can you give us about that book, Katie? The Tale of Despero. Um, that came about because. Uh, my best friend's son, he was eight years old. He asked me for the story of an unlikely hero with exceptionally large ears. That is the direct quote. <laughs> and I said to him, what happens to that hero? And he said, I don't know. That's why I want you to write the book. Like, duh. And so that's where that came from. All right. Ramey Nightingale. So Ramey Nightingale is the closest to... Uh, writing about myself as a kid as I've ever gotten. She takes baton twirling lessons. I took baton twirling lessons. I never learned how to twirl a baton. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. It's kind of like when I took my boys to swimming lessons, but they still can't swim, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, swimming was the one thing I learned how to do, but like I still break out in a sweat when I see a baton. All right. The newest book, Louisiana's Way Home. Give us some insight into that book. Did it come from? It came from Louisiana. You know, you laughed at me, but yep, her tapping me on the shoulder okay. continually. Yeah. All right. Now I understand that you're headed out on a multi-city tour. I don't know if you've been out or to promote the book. Um, what are you most excited about or looking forward to on this tour? You know, I've gotten to the point where I really I am an introvert, but I've got to the point where I really love doing this, and I really love going everywhere because it's it's like this thing of I get to meet the people who are reading the books and it forms this connection so wherever I go I'm excited to be there because there are readers and then we form this community around the books and so it's fantastic it kind of makes every place that I go feel like home because of those readers. I know that writers, you guys are constantly working on the next project, although this book is just coming out. You know, when you're out, you're writing, I know you're writing ahead and working on the next project. How do you stay focused? Um, It's funny because it's like I get up so early in the morning to do the writing that it like seems like a separate part of me and it happens almost like when I'm 
half awake. So then the rest of the day, it's just like it becomes kind of like a dream. So it does stay separate. It's a really good question. But it's just like, and then when I actually go out on the road, I'm home now, but when I go out on the road, I don't take the story with me. I just carry a notebook. All right. And with that, Katie, we're running out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about you or more about the new book, how can they find out more? They can go to my website, com. They can go to Facebook. They can go to their local public library or their local bookstore, and they can find me. All right. Well, best wishes to you on the new book. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. We've been talking to New York Times bestselling author, Kate DiCamillo. Now, for more information on the show or more information about Kate, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. And the title of the new book is Louisiana's Way Home. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine right after this. Stay with us. More to come.